0: on course what's going on family it's your man gerard bonner of bonner Fide radio and hey welcome to on course with heart ramsey and we call these sessions heart to heart it's our opportunity to go one-on-one with pastor heart ramsey and hear what's in his heart as he downloads it to ours and of course pastor heart is with us how are you sir I'm doing well, Gerard. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. There is so much to talk about. I love it. Uh, let's start here in a place that probably most people wouldn't expect us to talk about. Two weeks ago, Jay Z uh, released his album 444 exclusively to title, and then of course last week it hit iTunes. Uh, within the first three or four days, it was already rumored that it had gone platinum, and a lot of people had a lot of thoughts about it before I get to their thoughts I want to get your take on 444
1: well you know the first thing is uh, you know I, I was never I've always been a Jay-z fan from the business standpoint but I've never really got into a whole lot of his records except the big hits okay and so um I, I, of course I want people to know this is gonna be it's gonna sound really counter to what I do but I'm actually a hip-hop fan I love it yeah I am and, and the reason I am is because I I, I took note years ago, and of course, you know, hip hop started when I was uh, in my twenties, and and now it's kind of progressing. And the the uh, the take the modern take is that rap has kind of diminished and been watered down, and there's not as much talent. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, J.C.'s forty-seven years old, right? And um, and the fact that he can still do it is is, is you know a big deal. So what I did, Gerard, is I went and I, I uh I heard the original. When I want to say the original. The unedited, the unclean version, the version with all the... That's the one I I encountered first. And the reason I wanted to do that was to see... I mean, I think too too many times as pastors, we sterilize ourselves from what people are dealing with on an everyday basis. I listened to the whole record. right? And so I I, I made up my mind uh, two songs in that I have to get the clean version so I could listen more intently. Yes. And so I listened and and I got the clean version. And here's what I think, man. It was a very good record. Mm -hmm. He said a lot of things. And uh, um, I have so much to say about what he said, but what I, my takeaway was was the the, um, the width and the breadth of, of of categories and and topics that he, he covered. Yeah. It was an uh, it was an honest record. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was an honest record. And uh, as far as rap goes, it's probably one of the better ones that's come out in a while. Mm-hmm. That's my perspective on it. So so for people, people say, "What you just rap?" I, I have to. Yeah. I have to. I, I have to stay current with the culture, um, not because – uh, it's not for relevance. Don't get me wrong. I mean, relevance is is a big word. We talked about it some time ago. Uh, it's not for relevance. It's just to see where, where our culture is in right. terms of uh, the people that um, – especially the saints are listening to. Yeah. Um, when I first connected with rap, and this is important before we go into any, any more of this, is that I believe that uh, rappers are uh, some rappers, not all, are modern day prophets. Absolutely, in in, in the sense of um um, like look, Le- I look at guys like Lecrae, and, and um, they they could connect in areas that we're not connected. It doesn't mean and I, I, I'm gonna speak to this because some people are comparing Jay Z with pastors, and I want I'm, I'm gonna get onto that in a minute. <laughs> um. But but what he's saying is, is relevant, and he's putting it in a language that people could understand. Right. The three things that are necessary for learning to occur is, number one, you have to have a teacher
0: right. that
1: knows what, what the heck he's talking about. Right. Number two, you have a student who's willing and eager to learn. And number three, you need a language that's common between them. I like that. See, here's the problem. If you have the teacher that has the info... And a student that has a zeal to learn, but no common language, the message gets lost. That's right. And so, what I what I celebrate on this four 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 record is it, there was transparency, there, there was uh, conviction, mm-hmm. there was a lot of consciousness in it. That he he really spoke to uh, all the current events, and then he addressed some some um some misguided thought. I, I thought it was great. I mean, what do you what did you think about it? You know, something <laughs> now, now it's interesting. We we are very
0: similar in this. I did not know much of Jay-Z's library. Now, again, I am a fan of hip-hop, um, and my wife, of course, knew way more uh, of Jay-Z's stuff, and certainly once he got married to Beyonce, Katie barred the door. But <laughs> <laughs> for me, you know, I listened the first day, too, and uh, for me, it was just... I, I think, for me, I have grown and matured to a place where I really appreciate all music right. and um you know I listen first before I really make some sort of judgment call and while I'm not one that necessarily can do all of the unedited I did listen to the entire unedited version of the album and I really gathered some incredible thoughts from it it was really something where uh, in comparison to what is out right now it's head and shoulders above what is out and it's so thought-provoking that it's like a good book you have to go back and read it again and listen again for the things that you missed, because there was just so much in there. And and certainly when I got the unedited version, I loved it even more. So I'm a fan of this record, and I know those who know what I do, uh, some have an issue with it, some don't. You know me, it doesn't really bother me one way or the other, um, because there are lessons that we can learn from it. And I kind of want to dig into that, because um, for whatever reason, uh, faith-based Believers tend to think that the only place we can learn is either the Bible or faith-based music. And yet I thought there were lots of lessons to be learned from this. What were some of the things that you extracted uh, from this 444 record?
1: The first thing I learned, the first thing that jumped out at me is that no lies were told on that record. I mean, truth. He, he was straightforward. It was raw truth. Yes. And 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 again, you know, the quality of truth varies. And so I want. I, this is the first thing I want to jump out with if if I'm not ahead. Uh, and we can re- certainly revisit it in, later on in the podcast. But sure. um, the big issue that I saw being debated online was um, the truth that Jay-Z was telling. Um, as as a, as, as a, compared to maybe a pastor, mm-hmm. what what people miss is this that in Romans chapter ten, um, the, 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 Paul enters this equation. Of, actually, it's more of a, um, a parallel. He, he's dealing with this question of people responding to the message of faith, okay. the message of of what Christ has done, and he said at one point he climaxed with, "How can they call upon someone who they have not believed? Right. How can they believe?" Unless they hear, right? He said, "How can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent?" Yes, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those. Okay, so so what Paul is saying that the 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 powerful thing of and then he goes on to say, faith comes by hearing. He's talking about um um hearing by the word of God. He talked about the gospel. He said he said um the gospel um is from, is from faith to faith. It begins with faith, ends with faith. Um, for therein, in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. Translation is um, God's way of making us right with himself is revealed through Christ. So so the, the, the quality of the message, what we're saying, we're given, mess- my pastor's preaching an eternal message. The message itself um, creates faith in a person. The message itself um, connects them, to, connects people to God. Now, when you look at what Jay-Z is doing, there's a different kind of truth. And this truth is dealing with um with the realities that exist around us today, mm-hmm. now what, let me say what the value of what I believe Jay Z and, and and other um, secular uh, voices bring to the table. Sometimes the church is answering questions that nobody is asking. Wow, you see what I'm saying, and so so we're, we're speaking to things, and and, uh, and we have the greatest message in the world, and sometimes we have the worst methods in the world. Right. So so, a, a good example, I was walking in the airport yesterday in Baltimore and and this lady was sitting, uh, two ladies were sitting on the side in the airport with this poster up and they were sitting in two chairs. Um, Imagine the picture, the poster is in the middle, big poster on a, on a poster board and they're sitting on either side of it. And when I look over, she said, come on over here well, hmm. that's not the way I laughed to myself. I kept on walking. I thought to myself, if you think people you will sit there all day and no one will ever come over to your poster board. Right. That's not what that, that that may have worked in the 60s. It doesn't work today. That's right. So 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 they have this great message and and, and as messengers, they, they they have become irrelevant. They, they, uh, and a part of that is they become judgmental. Right. They've disconnected from from the people for whom the message was was uh, intended. That th- th- we have messed up so badly as it relates to this message, this wonderful message that God has given to us, and so, and yeah, I believe that that, that uh, I I, t- I listened to Jay Z, I heard what he's talking about, um um, and people don't know this, but you know in the song four four four, that's my girl Kim Burrell, yes, and she killed it. Did yes, she did. <laughs> <laughs> she killed it, and um uh, and I and I, I think. Well, we're going to talk some more about a specific message, but I, this, my heart about it is simply this, is that he's speaking a different kind of truth. The truth he's speaking is is, is for awareness, is is to let us know what hap- what's happening in the culture. These people have their pulse on the street. Right. And in order for us to, to speak to where people are, we have to know where they are. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, you know, Jesus never, I think what happens is the church has so far been removed from who Jesus is. And what wow. he did, and how he how he interacted with people, and um, you know he didn't hang out in in in, in the synagogue a nope. whole lot. Sure didn't. No, and matter of fact, isn't it interesting, Gerard? Every time he went to the synagogue, the Bible was specific to re- record it. That's <laughs> true. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, by the way, this happened in the synagogue. Everything else happened on the street. That's right. You know, he's either in the synagogue, he's in the temple court, but and the Bible and whenever he he went into those places, the Bible specifically said, Oh, by the way, he's in the synagogue, or by the way, he's in the temple court. Other than that, every miracle, every interaction, most of his preaching they happen out out there in the open space, in the open air on the street. Wow. There's there's so many places we could
0: go just with that alone, which is just incredible. I want to ask you this because you had put out a post, uh, I think the day or two after Jay-Z's album dropped, that Mm -hmm. said uh, something to the effect of if all you got from all of the things that he said was that he cheated on Beyonce, then you missed the point. Right. Uh, Why do you think it is that for so many with all of the things that he talked about and he talked about everything from financial awareness to family secrets to uh, church to you name it? Why do you think for some people all they got was him
1: cheating on Beyonce? Well, you know what? This is what I really believe. I believe there's a contingency of people that just want to be a part of the conversation okay they want to ha- they want to th- their, their way of proving that they heard the record was to was to, was to say well i, I got I, I heard when he spilled the tea about what he did you know i, I read between the lines and i understand that he cheated mm-hmm. but but the reason the reason they missed the point is because i, I think it, it, it was more than that was one song that was right. the title cut but on the whole record he actually gave a history of where he came from, and mm-hmm. and how he sees life, and where he's been, and how he approaches life, and how he then we, by the time he got to four, 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 how I messed up, and I almost lost a good thing yeah. trying to be what everybody else was, and uh, um, I think they missed it because what what we tend to do is we we just you know to be honest, people listen like gossips. Right, they're just they're just listening for something to talk about, not for something to improve themselves. And I think a lot of times in church we they listen like that as well. Right, right. I've had people come to a service and, and I preach seventy five minutes and they leave and say, "Um, oh, well, our pastor said so and so." That's one of the things I said, and it took me five seconds to say that, wow. but I was up I was up there for seventy five minutes. Wow, wow. <laughs> and so and so it speaks to the way people hear. You, um, they, they they listen not as this guy is, is is enlightening me. So it, what's scary about this Gerard is that you can listen to all, you can listen to every every philosopher, every prophet, every pastor, every rapper mm-hmm. with sense. You can listen to all these things that, that are intended to educate you, and all you walk away with is the tea that was spilled. Wow. And if all you live for is spilled tea, mm. that doesn't feed you. No, it doesn't. You know, and, and I, I really I think that they they need to go back and take a listen. Now, 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 now and of course, someone is listening to this, going, "Well, you know, I'm totally against JC. He doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. That's a whole different uh uh thing." Right. But I'm I'm make this comment. I'm making it before. Jesus did not only associate and with and appreciate people who knew him, right? And knew who he was. The majority of the people that he ministered to didn't even know he was the Christ. That Simon Peter even got a revelation of it was special, right? He was working miracles and, and the, the disciples, the Bible says that they did not know what he was doing or was talking about because their hearts were yet hardened or closed. And and the, the closed heart syndrome is the condition of the majority of the people who are listening to different they, they don't they can't see what we see. Right. Listen to this. What what we see by faith, we expect them to see in the natural. I've said this before. So how does God speak to a person? Or how does God show a person something that can't see spiritually?
0: Hmm.
1: When I, before I got saved, you know what he how God spoke to me? Because I was a musician and loved music through songs. Right, that makes sense. He spoke to me through secular songs. Mm-hmm. My first conviction about about the things of God, believe it or not, I kept the Earth and the Fire song. Wow, I love that. And when <laughs> I got saved, I, I, used, I was telling people that Earth and the Fire were saying that they told me no, they're not <laughs> safe. But, because because the closest consciousness that I received as an unbeliever was through unbelieving people who were searching.
0: That's incredible.
1: You see, so so this thing with Jay Z not be, and Jay Z, of course, um, he's he's you have to understand if you know his, his story, and even it, he is, he speaks of it in, in um in on this last release. Yes, is that he had an encounter, a family encounter with a member of his family that wasn't basically living right, but was in in ministry. Right. And so these are things that we we have to be careful not to dismiss or throw away what God is intending to uh, to give to us at the stage that we're on. Stay tuned for more of today's teaching
0: with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Have you subscribed to Heart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you get to hear from the heart of God through the man of God, Heart Ramsey. To subscribe, simply text the word Uplift to the number 46786. Once again, text the word Uplift to the number 46786 and daily you'll receive a text message designed to uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower your walk. Subscribe today to Hart Ramsey's Uplift. Amen. Imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book
1: titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer.
0: It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Heart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. Pick up the new release from stellar award nominees, Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir, titled, True Story, featuring the lead single, It Is So... Pick up the chart topping release from Hart Ramsey and the NCC Family Choir titled True Story in stores now and available at all digital outlets. Now, let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. You, you, you know, it's, it's interesting as you say that because, again, too often those in the faith-based community are willing to automatically throw out any and everything that someone's going to say or do as though it has no merit because from their perspective, we don't believe the same thing. But it doesn't mean that there's not something that you can learn from them. And I think there's an interesting thing happening because at the same time this is happening and, of course, Jay-Z sampled uh, a few gospel things in his album – uh, the posts are out right now with Snoop Dogg working on a gospel record as well, which the things I'm hearing from there, I'm going, this is pretty incredible. So what do you think is happening right now in the earth when you have Jay-Z sampling gospel, DJ Khaled sampling Marvin Sapp, Snoop working on a gospel record, and Chance the Rapper, arguably the most inspirational rapper right now in the game, what do you think is happening in mainstream culture right now,
1: man? You know what? The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is dealing with people, man. Let me let me tell you this, and and we didn't, as believers, here's what we need to be careful of: we are called to be salt and light, not yes. fans. That's good. If, if we, um, I have a lot of friends who. who Uh, Work on these projects One gentleman in particular I won't call his name Just to protect his privacy Called me He said guess what man I just got a call From Snoop man And he I'm I'm seeing background On Snoop's record Is this crazy or what On Snoop's gospel record I'm laughing Snoop is doing gospel record But you Mm -hmm. know what If he's tracked Snoop Dogg he He did a reggae record Yes he did She's searching for truth. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit. You know the Bible says in John chapter sixteen, um, and people get this mixed up. And I, I just shared this at an outdoor event the other day last last Sunday about how uh, believers are confused. The Bible says Jesus said that um, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. He says, it's "Good for you that I go away, because if I don't go away, the Holy Spirit can't come." Mm-hmm. He said, "But when He comes, that's what He said. He will convict the world." Not the church, the world. He'll convict them of sin, he'll he'll, um, convict them of righteousness, and he convict them of judgment. Mm -hmm. And then he he didn't leave it for us to interpret. He went on to say, he will convict the world of its sin, not sins, sin, uh, singular, of its sin because they don't believe in me. Jesus said that the sin of the world is that they don't believe in me. Wow. He said he will convict the world of righteousness because I go to the Father. That didn't make sense. But here's the sense of it, is that they got a chance to see what relationship with God looks like by watching Jesus. Mm -hmm. The the word righteousness means right standing with God. And so he said the the Holy Spirit will convict the world of right standing with God because I go to the Father. In other words, through the lives of believers, they, they would look at us, even in our flawed state, even in our messy Christian lives. They, they will look at us and see relationship with God, even in our struggle. Wow. And, and he, will, he, will, he will deal with their hearts. And then the third thing is he will convict the world of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. In other words, the Holy Spirit will tell that as people become more conscious— of their mortality, and as they get older, and as they begin to see that the things that they pursued for happiness and, 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 and to make them feel better about themselves, as they see that those things aren't working, they begin their hearts will begin to to, to start thinking about, about, man, how does this thing end up, and how am I going to face God? And the Holy Spirit is the one that's doing this. Mm. Check this out. The Bible says he convicts the world. He doesn't convict the church like we've been teaching. The Bible says, here's what Jesus said in the same passage, he said, and when he comes, he will teach you all, he will teach you all things, mm-hmm. and he will remind you of all things, whatever I've said unto you. So the Holy Spirit's job is to teach us everything and to remind us or to prompt us as to what, what part of the word goes in this part of your life. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So and, and, to answer your question now, I believe that the that the Spirit of God, because you see, we look at these people and we forget that we were just like them. Right. Right. The di- the difference between them and us, Gerard, is that is that we got saved. We didn't get better than them. We got saved by someone that was better than us. Wow. And, it's, and the same, and here's the thing. The Bible says that Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. Right. The difference between us and them right now is that we responded first.
0: That's right.
1: And when they, But but the, the sacrifice of Christ was for them as well. Man, thank God that Snoop Dogg is doing a gospel record. I just right. hope that he doesn't believe, but by doing a gospel record, it saves him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I believe that there's no way you could sing of this gospel. He can't be in that room with people. And the, my, my only concern is that they don't look at him as so, as so much as a, of a megastar. They, they fail to minister to him, not overtly, but just by the testimony of a, of a, of a sanctified life. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Go ahead. I'll you know, say this and I'll I, I end with this. I believe that that the Spirit of God, remember what in Acts 10 Peter said he was preaching. He was preaching to these people, Cornelius in his house. Mm-hmm. And he said, and as I was preaching, the Holy Ghost fell on them as on us. Right. And he said, and, and I know God said, because I heard him speak with tongues. So he said, so it wasn't something that they didn't come to the altar. They didn't burst out in tears. It's just that while the gospel was being presented, the spirit of God fell on them and saved them. I believe the same thing is going to happen to Snoop Dogg. Wow. wow. I believe I, I believe. Uh, Calvin brought us His Mm -hmm. name. (laughs) That's his name That's right I I believe In fact I speak In the name of Jesus I pray for my brother I pray he gets saved And I pray that When he gets saved He doesn't become churchy Right I believe that his I I pray that his relationship With Jesus Christ Is authentic And deep And even if it's not wide It's deep And so that when he's around The people that used to know him The thing he, he he used to need A joint to, to, to get high, I pray that the, the, that he will connect with the most high and that his situation will become such that other people will look at him and say, man, whatever Snoop got, I want some of that.
0: I love it. I, love, what, it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I love it. And I really believe and ooh OK, so we we could really discuss this point because part of me also believes that it may be that God has need to use people in the world to reach the world, mm-hmm. because maybe those of us in the church didn't really do what we were supposed to do in terms of
1: evangelizing people. Right. Now, I, can, I agree with that, but let me add another spin. Tell me what you think about this. Okay. Um, you remember when the, You remember the man— that in scripture where, where um, the Bible says that Jesus came over to the land of the Gadarenes and there was a man naked in the tombs and he was right. cutting himself. Mm-hmm. You remember after Jesus got him delivered, he was, sit- he was sitting with the Lord, he was clothed and in his right mind. The Bible says, as Jesus began to depart, two thousand, uh, enough demons had just come out of him to kill two thousand pigs. Good grief. And, and and he said, he asked the Lord, can I go with you? And the Lord said, no. Right. That's what he said. He says, "You go to go within the region of the capitalist, the ten city region, mm-hmm. and and tell of what great things the Lord has done for you. Right. And so immediately He releases him to preach to people, and 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 the reason that that um the disciples per se could not reach the capitalists is because the testimony first of all the people of the capitalists didn't know them. Right. But they knew him. They knew that whatever got him there, he was bound and naked and breaking chains in, in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. So if the Lord left him in that ten city region to go around as a testimony. People could look at him and say, man, that's the same God. He used to be in the graveyard. Right. And I believe, I, I think that that yes, I think the church has has, has judged the world unfairly. Mm-hmm. I think I think the message, our message, is filled with creed and cult and and um. And, and conduct and that's all we, we preach you know mm-hmm. what we believe and and who we're devoted to and how you should behave and 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 that does not that does not um set people free what sets people free sets people free is, is what God has done for us in Christ and so and so um I believe that God is is bringing in in these times um he's speaking to to, to people who he has blessed with notoriety mm-hmm. and, and others whom the enemy has taken them up to a high place to push them down, and before he could push them down, God is rescuing them up on this pinnacle so everyone can see them get saved. And I think what it's going to do not only will it speak to the world, Gerard. I believe it's going to speak to the church. Yes, I believe. I believe that that's, that that the church is for the world. Right. Our job is is to is to provoke the world to um to um, to, to want God. We 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 put a, a taste in their mouth mm-hmm. for what the Lord is and who He is. And I think, on the other hand, um, there are people in the world who look at us like, "Man, you guys are in this privileged position, and you're squandering it." Right. And and so and so, I think that that God is using just the desire and and a pursuit of some people who are not even born again to 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 wake us up and say, "Man, what are you guys doing?" Yeah. yeah. You know, you can't squander such a great message and such a great privilege. I love it. I love it. So, you know,
0: surrounding this, uh, of course, in a in a music situation where uh, selling a million units is pretty much unheard of these days. Huge. Um, and for him to do that in just a few days is huge. And so um, 22 times stellar award winner Marvin Sapp hopped on to Instagram and Facebook and had a lot to say in terms of why he believed that this record did so well. One of the things that he said was that the world supports its own. Uh, to the tune that perhaps the gospel uh, community does not. But he also said that he believed that, quote, the message is always bigger than the messenger. He went on to say that believers won't buy gospel music from some artists because of their presumed flaws and questionable life, um, making the artist then bigger than the message of Christ. And so this statement... I don't know that I expected what happened from it, but a lot of people have been kind of divided on his opinion as to why this record sold a million units um, and is still selling. Uh, What are your thoughts on his assessment? Do you think that we have a scenario where – People support or people in the world support their own more than people in the church. And do we have a scenario where in uh, secular music or non-gospel music, people are less concerned about lifestyle and will just support the message such that the message is bigger than the messenger?
1: Yeah, well, that's a, that's a great question. I, I, I believe this. You, we're working with two phenomenons. One one is frustration. The other is expectation. Hmm. I believe Pastor Saps or Bishop Sapp's, um comments were birthed out of frustration. Okay. Because th- let's face it, gospel music is not selling. No, no. And hear- But here's why. Can I I'm be real critical for a minute? Go for it. I wasn't raised in the church. Mm-hmm. And and one thing one of the things that, that discouraged me, you know, because of course you know, uh, I'm a gospel artist, quote unquote. I have a choir, you know. And and the thing that bothers me is with gospel music is that unless it sounds the same, right? It doesn't played on the radio. It's crazy. It it, it, uh, it has to sound it has to sound a certain way and, and whatever. I think the frustration that Marvin Sapp is going through is that gospel is not selling and almost every other music is to mm-hmm. some degree. Mm-hmm. OK, the expectation, on the other hand, is it speaks to what Marvin uh, Sapp addressed. He said that basically um, gospel artists are held to a higher standard um, than secular artists. And that is true because the message we're preaching is different. I don't see any listen there's no grapple that's coming across pretending to be right i mean, they come right. you no know, man I mean they're putting on the line they're telling you of their. they're putting their sins out there in their mm-hmm. songs and that's- they glorifying their sins of course that's not what we do in our music but I think what the, the, some of the backlash that he got or the clapback had to do with the fact that that sometimes in our music we seem to sell um a, a, a wholeness that we don't possess we seem we we sell um a, 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 a pedestal, so to speak, we, and and I, I think <laughs> I can say it like this: I believe that that people expect us when we speak of Jesus. If if we don't package what we're saying properly, they expect us to live up to what we're saying. Mm. They do expect they expect us to live up to it because in a lot of our songs we expect, we're, we're inviting them to a standard. How can we invite them to a standard that we don't have? Right. And so I, I believe, I, I, and, and on the one hand, I have to say this, I feel this frustration because because we don't sell gospel records. And, but a, and a lot of people, if you have a big song, they'll get the song, but they won't buy the record. That's true. They'll probably, um, um. I believe Jay-Z is a master um business mind. Um. The, the, the way his business model is working um, is designed for him, not just to sell a lot of records, but to make a lot of money. Yes. He set it up like that. I think gospel... Um, we're not being innovative. I was just speaking to my my, uh, my agent the other day, and I was telling him, I mean, we got to be we got to be creative. Right. If the radio is not playing the songs, let's find another way. As a matter of fact, I suggested to my agent, don't shop us on the radio anymore. We mm-hmm. want part in movies. There you go. There you I, go. I need you. To, I need you to shop our music to to um to whoever's making a movie. Uh, uh, um, c- cut a deal. Right. On our license to get us into some movies, so people can know that gospel music is not just not just sounding like old James Cleveland stuff anymore, right? Um, and, and again, what Jay Z is talking about, people want to hear some of the stuff we're saying. Don't nobody want to hear it? That's true. And for and, and I have to say this, Gerard, for for one of a couple reasons. One may be that it, it it's too real for them, and and it speaks to where they are that they shouldn't be. Okay. And the other yeah. hand, I have to say I have to say sometimes we're not saying anything. Or all we or we're regurgitating the same. We're not voices we're echoes.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that, that's 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 the you know I mean? That's the real. And if I offended anybody with that statement, man, listen, I'm gonna tell you how you handle offense. <laughs> You you examine what I'm saying. My spirit my heart, I pray my heart is not hardy, and I'm not coming across. Mm-hmm. My my heart about it is we got to rethink what we're doing, what we're saying. We have the best message in the world. Yes. And and even Gerard, have you notice that when, when, when secular people or secular artists get saved, their music is automatically dumbed down? Right. It's like the expectation is that they have to they have to give they have to present less because it's saved now, man. No. No. I, I love that. I don't, I don't, matter of fact, I, I, I can't wait till the day where, where we're not just gospel music, with music. Yes. Music with a consciousness, music with a message, yes. music, you know, with an invitation, music with the whatever. I can you know, Lionel Richie, I, I lived through the, um, the Miami riot mm-hmm. of 1980. Okay. Um, um, four police officers on motorcycles killed, uh, um. Uh, uh, my I think his name was McDuffie. He was on a motorcycle. I don't. It's back in Miami, back in the in the uh, early '80s, mm-hmm. late '70s. Anyway, um, the whole city was rioting. I mean, I lived in Liberty City, the, the real Miami, okay. and, and people people going crazy. And you know how they calmed the city? They played Lionel. Lionel Richie was one of the biggest artists back then, mm-hmm. and he had done a song on his record called "Jesus Is Love." Yeah, I remember that song. And doing prime time. During the R and B hour wow. on on the R and B station in Miami back in the day, the big station, they were playing Lionel Richie to calm the people. I love it. I love Jesus it. is love. Yeah, and, and and that's how I got to know that song. I didn't learn. I wasn't saved when when um they were playing that song. But I, and here's the thing that got me: I was noticing the effect it was having on the people. Yeah. That's what our music should be. Our music should be, not only should we be salt on light. Our music should be salt on light. We should be the most creative people in the earth because we serve the. We have the spirit of the creative God living on it, on the inside of us. And, on 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 the contrary, we're looking to the world. We're always a step behind the world, following what they do. Always. It shouldn't be like that.
0: No. It it shouldn't be like that. I so agree. And part of the other problem that we have, certainly in gospel, is the fact – well, two things. One, um, we're not creative. So when you start having uh, varying artists with the same song titles, I'm like, (laughs) really? Which – like, what? It's –
1: Gerard, how many songs have you known that, that's called amazing? I, I'm not, if, if that's one of your songs, I'm, I'm sorry. Just let let of- me, let me tell you, you know, because <laughs> they
0: send me songs on a daily basis and I promise you, it's just like, wow, people. But here's the other thing that's amazing to me as I use the word amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in R&B, the premise of R&B is singing arguably about the oldest subject on planet Earth, which is love. Right. And you wonder how many creative ways can you sing about a breakup? Can you sing about a makeup? Can you sing about love? And it does not ever fail. They yes. don't have a scenario where all R&B sounds the same. So right. we, we do in, in the gospel world have to figure out how on earth we learn creativity. And it's not hard. It's really not hard. It just requires, I'm going to say this, us not being lazy. Oh, that's
1: good. You know, you know, this um, um Molly Music mm-hmm. just put out, put out a record, um, and it's a love song. It's a love record. Yes. And I was so impressed with the fact that he was able to to capture the message in a way where I, I, I matter of fact, I, I was talking to Molly, <laughs> or, the, or two days before the record really released, I got a copy of it, and I was talking to him. I said, I said, Molly, I, I'm con- I'm confused. I said. On your on your song still, mm-hmm. my my heart is going to my wife, but my hands are lifted to the Lord. I said, "What are you doing? You're confusing me." And he started to laugh, and he said, "He said because it's like water." Wow. He said, "He said water doesn't care who drinks it." Mm. He said, "Water is gonna is gonna is gonna heal and, and and quench thirst regardless of who drinks it." And he said, "That's the way our music should be." I love it. And so I think, and I think, I think some some people need to like, uh, hit Molly up and find out his concept about. Music being water because it's it's so powerful. Um, I want to bring him into uh, NCC just to do um uh, uh, just to do like a, 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 a acoustic set or something where he's ministering to the people, sharing his words and his songs because there's so there's so much life in it. The, that's creativity. But it, get this, he had to leave the gospel arena to do it. Isn't that crazy? It's
0: insane. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh. Oh, my Lord. Well, we could certainly talk about this probably for another 30 minutes easily, (laughs) but we're going to wrap this session up. I really hope you guys have learned something from this, and I know you have lots to say. So, by all means, hit us up uh, on social media and use the hashtag heart to heart. H-A-R-T, the number two. H-E-A-R-T. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and rate it here on iTunes and Google Play and leave comments for us as well. And we will be back next time with another great session that we call On Course with Hart Ramsey.